All right, all right, all right. We are back again. Welcome to the Curl Chronicles. My name is Giles, and I am rocking a four-day wash and go. My name is Liz, and I'm rocking a bun. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wasn't hate. I'm just stating the It obvious. was hate, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm crying right now. I'm crying. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, my is D, and I have a protective style, and I got a wig. I was gonna ask you what kind of protective style. You know, it's picking up your whispers, anyway. so and, we're, and, and we're leaving it. All right, then. Hi, I'm Toya, and I'm currently rocking a plastic bag. <laughs> Are you going to elaborate? Oh, should I? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm in the midst of the maximum hydration method, so I am currently in step one. Hence the plastic bag. <laughs> the scandal bag. The scandal bag. <laughs> All right. Toya, what do you got for our tip of the day today? Tip of the day. All righty. I am all about the activated charcoal that you can mix with honey in a bowl and put it on your armpits for 20 minutes to lighten them. Get out of here. Yes. Okay, so you're finding this working because you know I have a thing about black people's like black armpits. Like I cuss people with their black yes. armpits all the time. And likewise, uh, you all know I have a little complex. I have many complexes, but this <laughs> one in particular is the whole darkened armpits. So in the past, I may or may not have worn certain things because if I was going to throw my hands up in the air, I need to make sure that I was sure and I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've decided to do something about it. So yeah, activated charcoal. This is apparently really amazing. So I've done it three weeks in a row. So you do it once a week. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to do. So actually when I'm doing the max hydration method, I will do this at the same time yeah and just wash everything out right and how much of that do you use with the honey like is there like a measurement yeah. or do you just sort of so online i think it says three tablespoons <clears throat> for uh i can't remember how many tablespoons of honey but truth moment i just eyeball it you know what i mean just mix 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 i get to a consistency that i like and then i just paste it on and wait 20 minutes so i don't know can you guys see a difference it does not look dark. It does not look dark. It does not look dark. Yeah. So yeah. that's my tip of the day, ladies. Check right. it out. That means it works. I'll Woo. be trying it. I'll be trying it. All right. So next segment is our hair tings and tings. So our hair tings and tings segment is brought to you by Curly Crown Canada. Um, they are a wonderful Canadian description. I know that uh, Liz and I have been hunting for one for quite a number of years. So when they finally came about, um, that had like different hair samples. I jumped on it. really like it a lot. Um, their November box, I believe I just got, and it has some lovely flaxseed products in there. Um, I'm just going to try and remember where I put the name of the clients that they're uh, featuring this month, but it is flaxseed based, and I don't normally use gels in my hair, but I had a really great experience. Um, what I will do is I will look them up and put their name at the end of the podcast so I can definitely remember um, what, who they are so you guys can look them up and try them out. But definitely, definitely hit up Curly Crown Canada for that box. Maybe and we could we post can... it on the Instagram oh. too. I could put up a post mm. with you too. You know what? Please do that because it's yeah. also on my Instagram, Artist Giles Instagram, yeah. so check it out. But we'll also put on the Curly Chronicles um, Instagram. So that's what I have for my hair mentions. Um, yeah, look it up. 
so next is hair mentions. Mentions. So we uh, this week or this episode we are honoring <coughs> Zadie Smith. Who? Ooh, who that? Uh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Zadie Smith is an author. She's a writer out of the UK. Um, she's written quite a few books that I've really enjoyed. Some of which include White Teeth, On Beauty. Uh, Changing My Mind, I really liked, which was a co uh, collection of essays. Um, she's really great. You should check her out. Uh, she's an English author. I personally find English authors, like, the books are a little bit different, so they're a little bit harder for me to get into, but I really enjoyed her. And she's on the cover of New York Times Style Magazine, Ooh, rocking a nice. lovely Ooh. head wrap, and I think she looks awesome. So Ooh. I want to shout her out on this episode. Awesome. Shout out, girl. Mm -hmm. Love, the yeah. Love the rap. Love the rap. All right. So I know we have always kind of danced around this kind of topic. Topic, excuse me, can't speak today. Mm -hmm. um, amongst ourselves, but I think we kind of wanted to open it up to the broader audience mm -hmm. as far as our hair and in the workplace. And when I say our hair, <laughs> meaning our hair in its natural state, so yes. wearing our natural curls or... You know, if your hair is more kinky or coily, but just in its natural state. So no weaves, no perms, no, no wigs. wigs, no extensions. And how you're perceived or, you know, if you if you think you're looked over for jobs or even when you're trying to get a job. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, what are the things that we do when we're trying, like when we're applying? Like, how, how do we feel our hair has affected us in, in, in these arenas? Right? So I think I was the last one here to actually get a nine to five. Maybe, maybe not. Took me a while. I was A, fighting it, and B, just, you know, not kind of finding something that I wanted to do for seven and a half, eight hours out of the day. But when I finally got an interview with the company that I work at, I was always and kind of still am a big advocate of not going in with my natural hair just because of the, I don't want to say backlash, but just because of the treatment I've had before in previous jobs where I, where I wore my natural hair, my curly hair. Um, so I would go in with wigs, straight wigs or, you know, weaves or whatever have you until I got there and passed my three months, six month mark and then bust out the natural hair, <laughs> have it pop out. And it's a sad thing that, that we even have to think about that. Cause I don't think people that have, you know, straighter textures of hairs or more European stylish kinds of hair even have to they think have about, to consider no, that. right? No, no. Like, am I the only one? Am I crazy? No, no. I usually, um, rock a bun, which is, you know. Obviously. Uh -huh. Really? Really? You don't say. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So I usually pull back my hair during my interviews, but I honestly, until we were like talking about this topic, I didn't realize I was doing it. Like I didn't realize I was consciously making mm. that decision to pull back my hair for my interviews because the day I got, you know, the, I think my first day at work, I was like, my hair is out. But I was like, it just happened to be that my hair was out. So mm -hmm. I was like, whatever. But um, I do notice <clears throat> that um, what I don't like is the, oh, it's interesting you changed your hair. <laughs> you know, like, I, I think it applies to anything where we as uh, women of color, black women mm -hmm. specifically, wear our hair because we change our hair a lot. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. And so it's always like, that's interesting. What do you? Can I touch it? Is that your hair? Um, are you like, would you go up to somebody with straighter texture hair and ask them that? No. And nine mm -hmm. times out of ten, trust and believe they could be rocking a weave too. Yeah. yeah. So the assumptions and those types of things, I think, uh, to Giles's point, is like an underlying thing that we don't even realize that we're. Like, some of us are con conscious of it, and some of us don't even realize because I didn't even really think that I was doing that, but. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, to throw a wrench in what you're saying, do you think it's because in, normally overall people look at you, mm -hmm. Liz, 
you're kind of ethnically ambiguous. So not so much that you think about, you know, you consciously putting your hair up in a bun, but just even when you put your hair up in a bun and you go out into the street, like people wouldn't necessarily be able to label you, so to speak. Even when you wear your hair down and naturally curly, right. you're you're not you're not in a in a skin where people could be like, oh, well, you are clearly right this ethnicity or, right. or this ethnicity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something that also kind of I don't want to say clouds that perspective for you, but in forefront when you are even self-consciously not thinking about or self subconsciously not thinking about putting your hair up. No, I don't think that occurs. Okay, the, the the ethnically or whatever racially ambiguous thing was never an issue for me. Mm-hmm. It was an issue for everybody, everybody else. else. Yes. So okay, I mean, you you know, I know who you that are, I'm what you are. black. Yes. So I'm very aware. But it was never really an issue for me. I just found it was an issue with how people addressed me, which is another topic for another day. Because I'm gonna get to that. That's what are you fair situation? Because that's really annoying. <laughs> But um, no, I think it was just more, I wasn't, I just never thought about what people were going, like, oh, they might not hire me if my hair Mm. is out and curly. I never, I don't think I ever, it ever occurred to me, but I think I just didn't realize. Mm. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? Oh, me. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else can tell me. I guess I feel the same way because for every single job that I've ever had, I'm always rocking a weave, Mm. a wig. I would never in a million years have my real hair out because I feel like that would go against me and they'd look at it and be like, what's going on here? It looks a hot mess. So the more that you appeal to the European style, the more that you'd fit in. And then once you pass that same mark Mm. and you're like, okay, I'm here, too bad, wake off, do whatever. And even where I work and even where I work now, like in the beginning, I feel like a very big, strong part of me felt like she hired me because of how my hair was. This isn't my natural hair, this is a wig. Mm -hmm. It's curly, yes, but it's a softer texture. Mm. It's more like a mixed texture. Right. And even for some of the stuff that she has me doing, she wants me to do things more on camera. And she would say, you know, I want people to see you. So I feel like I'm supposed to be like the black face of the company. You're the token? Yeah. I'm the only black person in the office. And then even all the other girls. So because I'm in HR, so the other girls sort of come to me. And as soon as they saw me, they're like, oh, my God your hair, your hair, what are you? Mm. So like the same thing. And I'm just like black. That's what I said. I didn't say Jamaican. I'm like, I'm black. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, and to this day, like almost every other day, if not at least three times a week, one of them will stop me and say something about my hair. Of course. And I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. And I just try to scurry to my office because it's just awkward. Like, don't go just go back to your work like, you yeah. don't need to we don't need to do this we don't yeah. have to do this at all so exactly. it's just uncomfortable yeah. and I feel like it would be worse if my hair was because your hair is 10 times bigger than the wig that you have on I'll let you know that <laughs> yes yes it's true uh, as for me, I work in a very supportive environment where there's a lot of black women so that's why I'm so surprised to hear like you're the only black woman in your organization because mm-hmm. for me it's a big majority. Um, so, and a lot of us are going through that change right now. Mm. So I find that when someone comes into the work environment with natural hair, it's more acceptable. So I see people going into interviews and might not be out in a fro, but you know, 
little French twist, a little something, you know what I mean? Okay. Like kind of tucked away. So that's kind of cool. <clears throat> but um, a lot of my hair journey, aside from you guys, which has been very helpful, when I'm going through my journey, I also rely a lot on the ladies at work because we'll do product swaps there and we'll discuss and share ideas. Oh, that's so awesome. that's yeah. a great so, environment. I don't really have much to add. I'm sorry. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. But it's because we are there head. We're deep. Share yeah. numbers. Yeah. So I do want to say just to say one thing quickly to clarify. I do notice afterwards in my previous jobs, I have had a supportive environment, but I don't, I've never, I don't know if I've had any other black women specifically like on my team or in my whatever, but they're always like, let it out girl. Why how come we can't see those curls? Like I could see some stuff like, and it's not from a, like, um, trying to be down. It's not from that perspective. Okay. And it's not from like trying to make me into a caricature or, you know what I'm saying? It really just seems like they're like, don't be like, if you want to wear your hair out, like, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, yeah. kind of thing, right? It's not a big deal. Like, you know, it doesn't, it's never an issue. It's never become a topic of conversation or anything like that. So, but I do wear the bun at the beginning. Hmm. So, but yeah. that's really cool. You're really cool. I, I like that. Cool. I actually want to bring this up. So, I remember once before when I was working at the bank, so because call center areas, so there was a lot more black people there. Mm-hmm. And I was wearing my wigs and stuff, and that was when I was first trying to like transition. And then one day I was like, screw this. I want to wear like, my real hair just like out so I did it and at that time my manager was this African girl and she always wore like weaves and it was always straight and her her fiance was this white guy and I remember one time I was sitting by her because we had to talk something about my stats and I just caught her just kept like looking at my hair and it made me feel uncomfortable because I know she's one of those black girls who tries to be really white Mm. like like over the top like she's mm. trying to prove something, and I guess because she's a manager there, so 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 she has something to prove. And I remember she looked at my hair, and she was like, "So what made you decide to do this?" Irks. Awkward. Okay. <laughs> <It's> awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's I, crazy. Yeah, and I just said to her, I was like, "Well, I'm like, I don't want to put chemicals in my hair, and I don't want to wear wigs and weaves for the rest of my life." Yeah. Yeah. And I look back at her hair. <laughs> Nah. Just, just like, oh. little shade little and shade. let's just stress yeah. it to cap this off that women should be wear, able to wear their hair however they, however want, they want without having to worry about being a t- like a focus at work we just want to go to do our work we just want to like, do our work and look cute and look cute like, I don't want to wear a weave or a wig or braids or wear it out or pull it back it should be my choice and it just should never be an issue mm-hmm. it shouldn't be an issue uh, we want you guys to weigh in tell us your thoughts your stories we'd love to hear them we think they're absolutely hilarious even the ones that we're sharing here um, but we do have to move on. We're on a tight schedule. Tight, tight, tight. So let's keep it moving. But definitely weigh in. We'll give you all our handles where you can send us emails or a message on our SoundCloud. We'd love to hear from you. Um, D, mm-hmm. what do we have as far as the uh, mailbox is concerned? We have a question and answer portion. And I know we have some stuff in the mailbox. Okay, so we have one question here. Why are the good hair products so pricey? Mm. You know, mm. well, <laughs> well, well, well. That's an excellent question and one we can't crack. Because, <laughs> I mean, there are certain products that I like to use that are on the more expensive side. Yeah. Um, and it's more just because of a trial and error. Like, I just want to see it. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shop, or what do you call it? Uh, I was going to say shopper's drum mark. Um, 
what do they call them? Product uh, junkie? I'm yeah. a, pro- I am <laughs> a product <laughs> junkie. Convenience store or like, you know, a drugstore shopper. Mm-hmm. Like I like to go in and pick up my two ninety nine conditioner mm-hmm. because I know these are products I go through very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to spend a lot more money on um, maybe some of the styling products. I know some, some of my styling products cost a little bit more money, but I mean, I might... Or would you say like your staple products more? Staple products more. So, you know, I will keep like, you know... My mixed chicks, I will keep, and I'll use them a lot more, <laughs> you know, <laughs> frugally, because <laughs> yeah. they do cost a little more, more money. But as to why they cost more money, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a naming thing. I don't know if it's like, you know, that's their brand and their brand sits at a certain price point. And that's just, it is what it is. If you want it, you buy it. And if you can't afford it, then catch you next yeah. time. I will say this. When I first started um, transitioning, I was all about the Miss Jessies and oh, Miss yes. Chicks and all the pricey ones. Because in my head, I thought if it's more expensive, then it must be good. Girl. Mm-hmm. And then you initially put me on to Suave. Hello, yes. one ninety-seven. Right? <laughs> and I was like, this works just as well. Right. And then I started to realize, the more trial and error, like you said, yeah. mm-hmm. the more I started to use products, the more I started to realize it's not about price mm-hmm. no. right? at all. No. So... Um, the good products don't necessarily, to answer the question, good products don't necessarily have to be. You know what, Tori, you're right. They don't have to be. Um, but, you know, look again, we said again, just let us know your guys' thoughts and things like that, and we'll definitely address them. Okay. So I guess that wraps up this episode. Uh, you guys can send your questions and comments to our email address, and that is thecurlchronicles4 at gmail.com. You- Okay, and that is for the letters. Uh, you guys can also follow us on Instagram at The Curl Chronicles. We also have a Twitter at uh, Curl Chronicles, or sorry, Curl underscore Chronicles. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 See you.